Like just so many things come out. When you go from good to great sleep, you just keep winning. It's life-changing. Yeah. I mean, we're the only species, this is from Matt Walker, but we're the only species who intentionally avoid sleeping. Yeah. Look at your dogs. Tell me, tell me you're wrong. <laughs> So it, it's pretty profound. And even in hormone health, like we, yeah. that's something we counsel patients on a lot. So if you want to boost your testosterone naturally, get better sleep. Like number one thing, get better sleep. And people always look at me like, yeah, I'm sleeping okay. You know, and I'm like, you are probably not. You're probably looking at your screen before bed. You're probably doing a lot of poor hygiene. I could terrify you even more on that one. Like if you want to look at the research on people's perception of sleep, it's terrible. People are often off. In terms of duration, you're talking about more than 60 plus minutes of misdiagnosing duration, as well as effectiveness and quality. It's terrible. Um, completely horrific in terms of perceiving your own quality of sleep. If you look at the number of clinical sleep disorders, what you're going to see is like gigantic millions and millions of people, 30 to 50 million people in America have that. And over 80 plus percent of those are going to go undiagnosed. Yeah. No, and, and you know, the caffeine thing is, is really problematic, right? As a physician, yeah. you drink a lot of, I mean, the majority of physicians drink coffee, and I will often tell people, do not drink afternoon. Like, I get it. You can't stop yeah. drinking coffee. I get it. I, I relate to that. But, like, you have to stop. You have to drop that late coffee, even yeah. if you don't think it's going to affect your sleep. It is. Oh, definitely. And especially in high-performing people, I'll sleep when I'm dead, or I don't need that much sleep. I mean, I hear that all the time. I only need a few hours. Yeah. And well, then you also only need to be okay. So you can't, you can't talk out of both sides here, right? So like you're coming to me complaining about A, B, and C, and then you're also trying to tell me you don't need that much. So then I'm telling you, your system isn't working. Yeah. So do you want to try my system? Because yours isn't working. If it was, we wouldn't be talking. So let's say you've optimized everything else as best you can. How do you determine the best aerobic, anaerobic, cardio resistance training that you can put together? Yeah, the number one thing is you start with your goal. What is it? If I'm, I'm trying to just be healthy. Am I trying to lose fat? Am I trying to gain muscle? Am I trying to lose a little bit of fat? And I want to feel stronger. I want to feel more energy throughout the day. We got to be really clear on what the actual goal is. After that, we got to be clear on the timeline. You got to, you have something you're going after eight weeks from now. Are you worried about longevity just 80 years from now? Is it eight months from now? Like, where are we at? That's going to determine specificity. The shorter the timeline, the more specific you should be. The longer the timeline, the more broad you can be with your approach, right? And what I mean is I've got a wedding. I have got some sort of charity run I'm going to do. Like I got this thing that's happening in this duration. Okay, great. If it's eight weeks away, we're pretty much going to do that activity, right? Like I want you doing that. Yeah. If you want to run a half marathon, we're going to run. Like that's what we're going to go do, right? If you're like, well, I want to incorporate running, but I'm really, I just, I want all these other benefits of exercise. Now we're going to step back and say, okay, awesome. It's much more nuanced than this, but just to give you something to grab onto here, Six to 10 weeks should be like pretty focused and then maybe change. That's like a rough idea, right? It's like try to be fairly focused for a while on something and then you can move off. Where you want to avoid is... Some of the best moments in life are spontaneous, unplanned. But for men dealing with moderate to severe erectile dysfunction or ED, preparing for intimacy can rob you and your partner of spontaneity. The joy of living in the moment. Now you can restore that spark in your relationship with the AMS 700 implant, a clinically proven permanent solution designed for your satisfaction and your partner's. It's the number one physician-preferred implant. It's built to look and feel natural. Happy partners agree. 92% of patients and 96% of their partners report sexual activity with the implant excellent or satisfactory. 
It gives you the ability to respond to your partner's wishes in the moment, not minutes or hours later. The AMS 700, no pills, no injections, no waiting. For more information, visit edcure.org slash podcast. That's E-D-C-U-R-E dot O-R-G slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Sponsored by Boston Scientific. I work out. Okay, great. Like, that is awesome. But then I'm not getting results. Okay, well, you're not getting results because you're working out. There's no intention here, right? The, the analogy would be like, you know, I live seven or so miles from here, right? Like, yeah. we, we just learned this. We're yeah. neighbors, basically. If I said, hey, you want to come over for dinner? You're like, great, yeah, you bring the family over. And I was like, okay, I just kind of live that way. If you drove a lot of time, you would get to my house. But if I gave you, like, my address, you would get right there with no missed turns, and you would get there in seven minutes rather than potentially years down the road. Same thing. Do I know where I'm going specifically? Okay, great. Well, then let's go right there. If not, we're just wandering. Yeah. And you're probably getting closer to my house because I gave you, like, the direction. You might be there in seven minutes. You also might be there in seven hours, seven days. Seven years. So we, we want a little more specificity. I, I would generally encourage people to be more specific because that's better than being more vague. Globally, I think people spend too much time doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, like rather than just like kind of going to the gym and like working out, most people would be better off saying, I'm just going to go buy a program, either hire a coach or nowadays you can buy training programs for $7, $10, $20. Like these are affordable things. And buy a specific program for a specific goal and do it. Yeah. And then see the results you get. Um, You'll be surprised how much better results people tend to get when you actually have a program. Rather than just sort of going to the gym and doing what you feel like doing. Yep. If I'm exercising for the purpose of like, man, I don't feel great right now. I just need to like work out. I don't need a plan. Yeah. If I'm just like, hey, I like it. It's my free time. It's my personal time. It's my meditation. Awesome. But if you're trying to get an actual physiological outcome out of it, you're better off actually having a traditional program. And in terms of deciding a goal, a lot of people are like, I want to get swole or I want to lose weight, right? Those yep. are like the two most common goals. Look good, feel good, play good. Right. How do you define like a goal within there, right? So what's a good example of a very specific goal? It really comes down to you, mm-hmm. right? What do you care about? Um, do you, I like it when my legs feel strong. Or actually, I don't like it when my legs get too big. Okay, like I, I don't really particularly care. Uh, if you want to talk about, well, what are the traits you have to have as a healthy human? It's a little bit different. But in terms of the individual goal, picking something is going to win. And it doesn't honestly particularly matter what that was. That is in the shortcoming. So I would recommend if you like are sort of affluent about it, and you're like, I don't really care. Like I can do different things. Then I would still just kind of run the gamut. Like pick a strength goal for a while. All right. And then pick an endurance thing. And then pick something like, oh, man, I'm terrible at running. Great. Let's pick a running goal. And just making sure we're getting well-rounded inputs into our system. So... As the years go on, we don't wake up and go, man, it's been 15 years since I've ran and I'm 40. That's not good. Yeah. Right? Like, I have never, I haven't lifted weights. That's not good either. Like, and so we want to have a, uh, let's do some body weight stuff. Mm -hmm. I I lift weights all the time. Great. Do you do any endurance? No. Do you have any control of your body? Never done yoga. Hmm. If you're just the well-rounded person now, like you're not so well-rounded. So there's lots of ways. And so maybe we say, you know, we're going to pause or take our lifting down to two days a week. And we're going to just go do a Pilates class. Mm -hmm. As ridiculous as that might sound, right? Well, great. Do it. Because I promise you, you're going to learn a lot about your body and how you move than you are in your current setup and situation. So for that person, I would really strongly encourage doing a wide variety and throw all that stuff out the window during the summer Mm -hmm. and just go surf. Yeah. Okay, great. That's my new training for the summer. And then in the wintertime, I'm going to go play 
indoor basketball and lift some weights and, and really have a variety. What I'm getting at is expanding your physical practice mm-hmm. and not thinking about it as just either run or lift weights. It's okay, totally in for that, but that's pretty limited. And also it would presumably prevent injury, right? You're not getting overuse injury Definitely. from running all the time or uh, lifting the same heavy weights and continuing to increase those weights yep. and possibly injuring yourself. 100%. So what we say is we don't ever want to stack volume on top of dysfunction. If your hips or your knees or your feet don't move perfectly, but you're not hurt right now, and but they move a little bit off, and now you stack a bunch of volume in the same movement pattern on them, and now all of a sudden, dang, that knee's starting to hurt. That low back is in pain. What's going on? I think I have arthritis. Well, you generally have those things because you moved slightly off and you repeated that over time. 